This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 504 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our title sponsor, Springtime Supplements, as they make this show possible. The rest of the scoop is back with a new author, Sally Spickard, and she brings us an original called The Scrappy Kid. This is Glenn the Geek, and you're listening to the Stable Scoop Show on the Horse Radio Network. The rest of the scoop is the premier storytelling podcast for the horse world. A short five to ten minute story professionally written about historical horses or horse people told in the style of Paul Harvey's The Rest of the Story or Mike Rose The Way I Heard It. We have about 25 of them already, and if you miss them, head to StableScoop.com or any podcast player to search for StableScoop. They'll start at about episode 482. Today, Sally Spickard, a regular guest on Horses in the Morning over the years, writes today's story that proves you don't have to be rich to make it in the upper levels of the show world, but you do have to be scrappy. This is more of a modern story than we've had recently, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Springtime Supplements has been dedicated to improving the lives of horses with Springtime's brand of supplements, and they've been doing it since 1979. Before I tell you about one of their really interesting products, Ahi Flower Oil, I wanted to mention that they have a special just for listeners of the Stable Scoop Show. You receive an automatic 15% off and free shipping just for mentioning this show. Be sure to go to springtimeinc.com slash stablescoop online or call one of the knowledgeable reps and be sure to mention the discount code stablescoop. Have you heard about Ahi Flower Oil? We all know the importance of essential fatty acids for horses. We've all heard about that. But recently, a plant was discovered to provide completely balanced omega-3, 6, and 9. They call it ahi flour. Until now, you've had a few options. You could use fish oil. But let's face it. Horses are herbivores. They're not known for eating fish. There's also flax, but ahi flour oil has been shown in clinical studies to provide better omega-3, 6, and 9 absorption and balance in horses. It's proven to be better than flax or fish. This is the type of expertise you get from Springtime, who are always on the forefront of the latest research. And don't forget that Springtime also has a full line of canine supplements to keep your dogs at peak wellness, too. The website, again, is springtimeinc.com slash stablescoop, or give them a call. Remember, 15% off with the coupon code STABLESCOOP. Now let's get to Sally Spickard's first story. The Scrappy Kid by Sally Spickard. Lake Placid, New York is a place inundated with sporting history, having hosted the 1932 and the 1980 Winter Olympic Games. The bustling community is home to Lake Placid horse shows and is also known for its scenic views and big-ticket competitions that attract the biggest stars in show jumping. Many would say that some of the true greats of show jumping have roots here in New York. It was Lake Placid that paid host It was Lake Placid that played host to a young teenage rider who had been given the opportunity of a lifetime. Together with his quirky horse, with the infinity for refusing fences, the 16-year-old kid arrived in New York, unaware of the notoriety and prestige of the two-week show that awaited him. For this rider, the show was a culmination of a childhood that consisted of barreling through the woods on a pony trained by himself and his brother, 
learning the ins and outs of farm maintenance on his parents' property in New Jersey, and all in all, just enjoying being a farm kid. Soon enough, his brother took up soccer and left the horse farm behind. But the scrappy kid, well, he stuck with it. He acquired one horse for 50 bucks, leased another, and eventually found a horse he'd end up at Lake Placid with. But his horse wasn't without its quirks. It favored refusing fences, and luckily his rider had a solid foundation and flat work to be able to get the job done and stay aboard. But the ride wasn't without its fair share of difficulty, which is why his mother, through Pony Club, eventually wrangled a lesson with the famous George Morris. During this lesson, George helped the young pair work through the issues. The underlying problem was that the horse didn't respect the rider's leg and needed a bit of persuading to go forward. After a quick school from George, both horse and the scrappy kid were happily jumping around with no problems. Mom was thrilled. Surely there was a way to keep this going. Her kid was talented, and while she and her husband weren't flush with cash, she thought there was a chance she could get her as a working student with George. But the problem was, George didn't take working students. And at a rate of $100 per lesson, it was going to be tough to make regular lessons happen. But then something changed. George invited this young rider to come work for him, even though he famously did not take on working students. Raw talent was the term he used to describe the tough kid with the quirky horse. Worth taking a chance on, he said. And so an exchange of information led to this inauspicious arrival at Lake Placid, a show this family had never even heard of previously. But it wouldn't be a typical show for a typical young show-jumping talent. The rider's parents were blue-collar, hard-working folk who wanted their kids to learn the value of their skills and of money. And so, there would be no hotel room, no living quarters trailers for the team to lodge in for the two weeks at the show. The scrappy kid, well, he found himself pitching a tent near the showgrounds, under a picnic pavilion. On the good graces of the local fire department, the area was safe to camp in and would save plenty of money. The only problem, there was no shower nearby. On the showgrounds, though, was a small camping shower facility. When the young rider ventured over to take a shower, he discovered that the shower was in fact being used as a storage area for folding chairs and other equipment. They were stacked from floor to ceiling. Well, he issued a silent challenge to himself, and he went about emptying the shower. He spent a long time carrying chairs in and out, making room for him to fit in the shower. In a moment of triumph, he turned on the faucet, and nothing came out. Shaking his head in impatience, the 16-year-old set about fiddling with the water pipes, hoping to hit on a solution that would finally make his hard-earned shower happen. He traced the plumbing. The pipes likely hadn't been used for years, and eventually was able to coax a stream of rust-brown water from their depths. Weeks later, one of his new bosses, show-jumping legend Chris Kapler, would take notice of the kid under the tent in the picnic pavilion and would step in to help him find more comfortable accommodations. People talk a lot about money in show-jumping and about how only the riders who have money make it. This isn't always the case. Some riders just take a bit more of an indirect path to get where they're going. After his time working for George Morris and Chris Kapler, this talented and hard-working young rider set about achieving his next big goal, riding in a Grand Prix. He wasn't short of talent, but he didn't have a string of ready-made horses waiting for him to climb aboard. So, he built his program from the ground up, 
riding horses nobody else wanted, taking on young projects, and working tirelessly to make connections and train his horses. He'd pat his young horses on the neck after a good work, knowing that they just needed someone to believe in them and to get a bit more out of them. Believing that, somewhere in his barn, there was a future superstar waiting to be born. And while he was putting his time in, watching his younger peers pass him by, rising the ranks and making a name for themselves, he was just getting better. He was learning feel and how to truly tap into the horse's talent by forming a bond with them. He learned that he preferred starting to work with the horses when they were just four or five, rather than buying them already made. Of course, this also means that he spent more time than most waiting to find that special horse who would take him to his first Grand Prix. Horsemanship came first, and so it would be that this rider would be nearly 30 by the time he stepped into the Grand Prix ring. He would also be nearly 30 by the time he rode in his first FEI-level competition. But no longer the scrappy kid, at the age of 34, he represented the United States as a member of the gold-winning medal team at the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Together with Eddie Blue, who came to him as a four-year-old with nothing to lose, the bold teenager with the wherewithal to fix the broken water pipes and to tough it out when his peers were taking a faster track, he made his lifelong ambitions come true. It's a lesson of inspiration to us all. After all, not all of us have the opportunity to enjoy the fast track. Not all of us have the means to buy a horse that is already proven. But the scrappy kid set out many years ago to prove people wrong. And if you haven't guessed it by now, that scrappy kid is Devin Ryan. Out of every four years, there's only one chance of winning a gold medals at the WEGS. And we got to bring one home for the States. I mean, it's always been a huge goal of mine. Like, a year ago, everybody always asked me, what was my goals 10 years ago? I said, at some point, I want to represent the United States at some level, even at a Nations Cup level. But it's been a whirlwind coming here, you know, over the past 12 months, be able to come here and be able to make it to a WEGS major championship and win a gold medal, and that, that's uh, setting a high peak. So I guess the only thing after this would be an Olympics. Well, thank you, Sally. We appreciate you submitting that. It was a terrific story, and well done for your first time, and we hope you get many more from you. If you want to submit a story or you want to give it a try, go ahead and contact me at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Glenn with two ends. Also, if you want to hear all the past episodes, go to StableScoop.com. And did you know you can get the Horse Radio Network app on iOS or Android? Just search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. We are here twice a month with two different stories every month. Very short, very sweet, but we hope you enjoy them. And we hope you have fun guessing who it is at the end. That's it for this time. Now go over and take a listen to some of the other great shows on the Horse Radio Network. Happy scooping. <laughs>